day we arrived on the planet and blinking step into the sun in a banana what to see can ever be seen not to do that can ever I hit the microphone classic classic Laura I want hit the mic good you will I've just recorded that by the way so that's that's going to be the intro no you're joking Joshua Oh, it's going to be a great intro. Right. Oh. <laughs> Your face. Your face. Right. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. My name's Maze, and welcome to the Noise Podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Noise Podcast, where we've reached episode 8. I never know what episode we're on. No. But So today we've got Laura back. Hello. Hi, Laura. And we've got a, a new guest Ooh. with us today, because basically uh, Laura and I have just come back from youth camp in yeah. 2019. My voice is pretty much back now, which I'm is glad. great, because that would have been very awkward trying to record a podcast with no voice. Basically, True. I lost my voice. Because we were singing and shouting quite a bit last week, but it was great. And um, so we, there's loads of young people on this camp. And one of those is our friend, Gemma. Hello. Hi, Gem. Hi, Gem. So we've known Gemma Hello. for a good few years. About six years. About is six. Mad. And we actually met on that youth camp, didn't we? If I, is that the first time we met? No. Oh, we met in... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ponty's yeah. Got Talent, didn't we, Gem? <laughs> oh, good times. Do you remember times. that night? I do. I do remember that enough. night well. <laughs> yeah. So you sang... <laughs> wonderfully we sang a bit of Adele oh, and a bit of Les fetus, Mis fetus Gemma that was uh, you were quite young then I what were you like 11, 12 el- about 10 or 11 yeah, yeah I was really young so it was so a while ago Gemma and I were both singing in that and and your parents also <laughs> they were I remember this very interesting so <laughs> oh I do remember that. about tomorrow but we won't go into that. <laughs> so anyway, we've got Gemma with us today. And what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this youth camp because mm-hmm. it's always a really special week and it's a really important part of your story and your faith journey, isn't it, Gemma? So yeah, we'll talk definitely. a little bit about that later on. Uh, but we would also talk about just generally being a young Christian in the 21st century. Like what's good about that? what some of the challenges because it is difficult and that's what we've been looking at this week as we've been on this youth camp is being able to stand up for our faith in this day and age which is not always easy but it's exciting at the same time but before we go into that just to recap a little bit to be fair Laura made sure that we went and checked the analytics of the podcast to see it's where important. we're at because we want to yeah. want to be growing we want to be reaching new people and um, i still want to find out if we reached azerbaijan okay you know? well you're about to find out is that a country or it is, is a country a yes it's a country um and i remember it from the eurovision song contest azerbaijan, and i just like the name of the country so my That's my wild. goal at the moment not in life but just you know for this podcast is that we reach somebody in azerbaijan so again, if you know someone from Azerbaijan, give them a text, tell them to download the podcast. Oh, do you know where that where that country is? Because that's an odd. It's country. a new rep. Oh, is it? It's no. It's, it's sort rep. of like right Eastern Europe, I think. Oh but like, my gosh. I don't know if it. It's like Europe slash Asia. That sort of. Yeah, it's, that, sort that of, sounds quite like. Yeah. No, it's in the crossroads of. Are you with me? According to good old faithful Wikipedia. Uh, is a country in the South Caucasus region, 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 region <laughs> of Eurasia. Eurasia. So Europe and Asia. Uh, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take the crossroads that. of Eastern Europe and Western Asia. Right. There we are. Yeah. I've never heard of that either. So I only I've know about them because new. Wales always used to play them in football. There we are. And I remember going. Of course, that's where you know them from. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I remember going to watch Wales via Azerbaijan and. It was what, back in the day when Wales weren't very good. Aww. It was one of the only teams that we could beat easily, yeah. which was always great. So I loved playing Azerbaijan. But yeah, hopefully one day we'll reach them. Spoiler alert, it's not them. Oh, it's disappointing. I do apologise about that. But just to say, if you're 
even if you're not from Azerbaijan, I want to thank everyone who has been listening. Mm. And every now and again, I hear of new people who are saying, oh, by the way, I'm listening to the podcast. And that's really exciting. And thank you to those who have sent messages. And I had one over the last month. Um, one of my friends called Josh, Josh Potts, he wrote in saying, loving the podcasts, love the style of them, really gives you a lift listening to them. Oh, and that's, that's what we lovely. want, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to make people happy. It that's is. encouraging. It yeah. is. But I know exactly why Josh would would feel uplifted because um in the intro to the noise podcast is is an instrumental version of of one of my songs called fit to burst um and i met josh we were doing you know i I did these spiritual health weekends for women a couple of times yeah and i was in the band and we had this live lounge event so they said oh can you sing a couple of songs so i sang this song called fit to burst and josh is is a drummer so he was drumming so obviously he'd been listening to the song and for some reason he just loved fit to burst so it's a brilliant when when, when we'd he would always try and fit that title into random sentences throughout the weekend (laughs) so he's like oh yeah you know i've eaten so much that i'm fit to burst (laughs) literally so many times so i i know why he feels uplifted because he gets to hear that yeah at the start and at the end of every episode but thanks josh for getting in touch appreciate you listening and um so the rest of the world Ooh. Well, we were just looking actually at the different episodes that we've had because this is episode eight, and currently the the most listened to episode is the episode three with Matt Bayless. <gasps> Very good. So Matt did well. We sort of pushing his episode, telling mm-hmm. everyone get listening, and that's what that's what we need people to do really. And controversially, in second place is Laura. <laughs> How's that controversial? When we introduced you, because, you know, she's the co-host and she's currently sat in in second place. So, Laura, you need to do better with... I need to up my game, too. Yeah. That was a last yeah. episode, you know, though. I enjoyed that one. Oh, thanks, That Jen. was a good one. That was episode five, so you need to push that. Okay. So if you want Laura to hit the top spot, make sure you go back and I'll, give I'll episode replay five it. <laughs> a couple of extra listens. And then we've had about 100... We average about 100 listens an episode, which is nice. Lovely. Now... What will you get excited about is the, the geographical yeah. status, isn't it? Ooh. I'm excited. I get excited. That's really cool. So obviously we know the UK is the most listened to. Yeah, standard. makes sense. And then second is the United States. Lovely. Got some listeners over there. And then we've talked about, we, we've hit Germany. Yeah, we've we got about five or six listens there. And we've also hit Brazil. Because you've been to Brazil in the I last have, few months. and I loved it. That's lot. great. So maybe you were telling people about the Noise podcast and then they went off. Yeah. And listen to it, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But you didn't, did you? No. Terrible. I know. I know. <laughs> well, funnily enough, there was a bit of a language barrier. Was it? Orcs. Yeah, Portuguese and a... I'm sure you could, you know, manage noise know. podcast. Yeah. Be like, iTunes? Noise podcast? <laughs> no? Anyway. It was hard enough trying to describe what like a mango was to somebody who didn't speak it. I was like, orange. I mean, it's pretty hard to describe a mango to anyone if you don't know what a mango is. I know. Why were you trying to do that? I can't even remember the context of it. I wouldn't like to. It was odd, but... It does sound odd. There were a lot of conversations like that, but we were so lucky to have, like... Okay, well, if if you go back... Then Maybe. I'll tell we'll, them. we'll give you some cards. Yeah. And then you can just hand we'll, them out. Well, I've got them on Facebook, so I'll give them a cheeky link. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the language barrier don't matter because yeah. hand out these cards. We can write them in Portuguese. Perfect. And then that's fine. They can go listen to it. And we'll have yeah. some more listeners in Brazil. So, <laughs> Germany and Brazil, we know that. Now, Laura's obviously been wishing for Azerbaijan. Yeah, I will. Hopefully, I'll get my dream one and, day. And uh, Matt Jones wanted mm. to, he wants to reach Russia. Ooh. He's got a better chance, I think. Well, it's a bigger country, isn't it? Let's be fair. It's it is huge. a bigger country. More people to maybe listen. But anyway, True. it's not Russia and it's not... Okay. But there are two other countries that oh, have appeared. Are they, yeah. are they European? Well, this is oh. this is what we're going to figure oh. out. So I'll say one is in Europe. Okay. Right. So I have a guess. Spain. Germany. We've had Germany. Oh, I've So not. it's not Spain. It's not Spain. It is more... Poland. It is quite southern Europe. So Portugal. A, no, it's, it's more east than that. So south, then over to the east. Play along at home if you're listening. Right, See if you can get it. I need, I need a map. Gemma. I need a map. Oh, oh come on. No, I need a map because I'm, I'm not I'm very good with geography. Oh, Slovakia. Right. Okay. No. I don't do, know where I'll that give is. you a clue That's because nice. um, obviously in we before youth camp we had our holiday club in church didn't we yeah we did and 
It's one of those countries Mexico. that we... Mexico? India? Oh. No, no, one of Paul's missionary journey countries. <gasps> Malta? No. Cyprus? No. Greece? Yeah! Yay! Oh, I got oh. it in the end. So, two listeners in Greece. I don't Greece. know why I said Mexico. That was a was dumb that idea. Like... <laughs> yeah, Mexico. Although, I'm sure we go listen to yeah, it. Sure. So, Greece is cool. Oh, we've that's brilliant. Greece, I love Greece. But we've, we've gone even further afield. So, it's not even in Europe. Are we going Africa? South America? It's in Africa. We've reached Africa, guys. Uganda? With one listen. Oh, Not in Uganda. Kenya? No. I'll be impressed if you get this uh, one. Sudan? No. Turkey? Mozambique? No, that's not, sorry, that's not Mozambique? No, although oh. I've been there. So that, w- that would oh. be nice. That would be cute. That would be nice. Rwanda? Okay, it starts with an N. Nigeria? No. Come on, an Africa. Nepal? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, like, oh, I think in North Pole. I don't, think that's, like, oh. in, I don't think that's in Africa, is it? Oh, Nepal, um, yeah. Niger, is it? No. No, no, but I, yeah. Um, Hang on, be with. I'm not good at geography, are we guys? No, like, this I'm is really what we bad. Find I did it, it for GCSE as well. That's a shocking thing. No, I, Nepal is definitely not in... Um, there we are. I, 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 <laughs> I, made oh, a mistake. I need to look at like African countries now. African I can't countries. believe how long this is taking. Beginning with N. That's a good one. Okay. Beginning with... I remember once I was coming um, back from Mozambique, actually, and I sat next to someone from this country. Namibia? Yeah. Hey! Oh. I kind of cheated. Beat me so, to it as well. Maybe, maybe it Namibia. is that guy that I sat next to on the plane. It could have been... Ooh. Who knows? Was he going to that place then? No, he was coming. He was going to the UK. Oh. I think his sister lived over here right. or something. I did have a good chat with him. That would be cool. Oh. I think... I think he added me on Facebook after. So they could be seeing one of those posts. Well, it could be him. And it could be him. Yeah. So if oh, that is you, Aww. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Give us a shout. Let us know it's you. So That'd be so lush. We're Aww. now in Germany. We're in Brazil. We're in Greece. International, we're in boys. International. And if podcast. anybody has a holiday home that they would like to rent out for a week, I'd be more than happy to come and visit Aww, you. Me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Th- thinking of going on like a city break to Copenhagen. Like, I don't know. I think that'd be class. That's where you want to visit. That's yeah. next on your nice. travel That's, list, That is, it? yeah. Well, me and my friend, because we're both working now, it's like we finally got the money to do it, so we're having a look, but that'd be so cool. That's cool. Well, know. we're off to Croatia next week, me and my family. Lovely. Can't, anyone have you been there? Nah. Yes. You have? I have. Been to Once, yeah, we had a we did we went on a cruise and we stopped there for a day. Oh, okay. Really, really nice. It was very interesting. Do you know what to, part of Croatia you went to? Dubrovnik. Okay. Is yeah. that the capital? Oh, you're asking a wise one, you. I, d- I didn't even know that Nepal was in. You're going to something beginning with a P, aren't you? Yeah, Pula. Yeah. Pula. Pula. Ooh. I was going to say Paolo. <laughs> no, that is a person. That is a person. So anyway, that's exciting. So we've got all our holidays planned and booked. You've been already. I've been. So that's all right. Nice for some, isn't it, Jo? I know. Are it you going nice. away anyway? No. Well, you went to Pembrey Country Park. I did. And I went to Brazil and Rome this year, so that's been my... <laughs> well, there we are then, isn't it? <laughs> I know. So that's fine. you have trotter for this exactly, year. Exactly, exactly. But anyway, um, some, just to recap on noise news, hopefully by this point, everyone's either listened to or watched Upside Down Kingdom, which came out since the last episode of you two listened to I've that? I've listened to it. Yeah. I sat so. there because I was, well, well, because I knew it was coming out at midday. So I pulled over because I was going canoeing with the youth. Um, wow. Up in Caffilly. I know. Me canoeing. I did well. It was fine. Uh, that's another story for another day. But I pulled into the little car park and I could see her there and I was listening to it in the car. And I was like, Aww. oh, this is really good. It was so good. I think that's one of my favourite songs you've done. Thank like, you. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. And have you, have you seen the video that Matt yeah, Bayless did? Yeah, it's fantastic. Great. He did a wonderful yeah, job. No, wonderful so cool. job. So shout out to Matt Bayless. If you haven't seen the video, go and check it out. He spent hours on it, it to be fair. It's literally like, you know, every word is in the perfect place. And oh, that, that so takes good. a lot of time. Mm. And, so good. Uh, so thanks, Matt. But hopefully you've had to listen to that. If not, go and listen to it. Put it on your Spotify playlists, on your YouTube playlists, whatever. Go and check it out. Um, and we're still working. So the the next song is ready. So we finished that. So we're still working on the last couple now. So hopefully in the next few weeks, the second single will be out. So keep Ooh, an eye I'm for excited. that. Which I is know, exciting, which is exciting. Are you allowed to say what it is at this point or no? Not what? yet. Okay. Oh, okay. Not yet. But it's one after, I think after. you've heard. It, we did play it in the Noise Ministries anniversary concert this year. Is right. it? Is it's it a Welsh one, one? It is not. Oh. Although we're also so Simon, who was on episode four, Simon yeah. Parry, 
um, him and I are trying to get together and record some Welsh language ones. Oh, that's perfect. As well. So there's a lot happening. One. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because a, a lot of people are like the Welsh ones, even if they don't speak yeah, Welsh. Yeah, no, I don't speak any, but it's, it's nice. quite refreshing to hear like another language because it's not something, like even though we live in Wales, it's not something you quite often, do no. you know what I mean? So not that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're looking forward to getting some dates in the calendar and recording some of those as well. So plenty going on, but like I say, if you haven't listened to Upside Down Kingdom, which is the latest single, go and check that out and let me know what you think. Um, that'll be great. All right, I dropped the pencil. <laughs> now, we also did say on the last episode, that before this episode, to, for everyone to go and watch The Lion King. Yeah. And I realised on the weekend that, the, that we had to record this episode and I was running out of time. So we had to plan an emergency, an emergency <laughs> Lion King trip. So uh, the three of us went and our friend Adrian as well. So we've seen it. Hopefully you have as well because I don't want to give any spoilers. Now, there was one very controversial thing that we found out on the car on the way there, didn't we, Law? About Gemma. Oh, oh yeah. This, I, and this shocked me. Highly controversial. It shocked me. Not, not many things shock me, confess? but this shocked me. Gem? Okay, so I haven't, I haven't actually seen the original yet. So I know it's terrible because I thought I knew everything that was going to happen anyway. Mm. I know. And then when my father died, I was like, huh? Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Oh, Am I allowed to say that? Well, you've said it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did oh tell everyone, make sure you go watch a Lanking before yeah. this yeah, episode comes true, out. Yeah. I, I did. But I think, to be honest, I might be the only person who didn't know that. So Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm very sorry if anyone didn't know that. Yeah, I'm so sorry as well. I didn't think. <laughs> but yeah, no. So what did you think, Jay? Was it as a because this is your mm. first experience? Ooh. Oh, there was a mmm. There was a mmm. I I preferred Aladdin, not gonna lie. Okay. Fair I enough. think because it's quite like Aladdin so upbeat and that, like, do you know what I mean? And this, the music was like brilliant as well. So. Is that a postman? It's a postman. Oh, is it? See, this do, is the do, issue do, with the recording in the living room is that you got people <laughs> walking past and you go the post. Anyway, we'll see what that is later on. But yeah, no, it was it was a good film overall. Like, I was really impressed. And like, mm. how Disney do it? I don't oh, know. Mad, eh? I don't no. know. Like, they are incredible. So. There we are. Yeah. James, take what you think, Laura. Well, you, I was an emotional wreck. You know this. I, it, it, oh, it just makes me cry. It was it was a bit, obviously, where Mufasa dies, isn't it? And then I was like, oh. And, and the little lion, he's just shouting. Oh, oh, he's looking for his dad. And oh, then he rummages in and he nestles in. I'm like, oh, no, I can't. So that was sad. And then another part then was sad that I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil anything. Sorry, Gem. Um, <laughs> Way to shame, Gem. I know, I feel <laughs> terrible. Oh, my it's gosh. Fine. I didn't even think, like... No, and and I cried like a baby during that as well. I just... I, every, I, I'm just an emotional person. I can't help it. Just films like that. Yeah. And it was such a... I don't know, it was such a beautiful film, isn't it? And it, it just felt quite a, you know... I want to say almost like spiritual experience it wasn't a spiritual experience but that was only kind of the way i can describe it it was it was just yeah. lovely and i it just brings back your childhood doesn't it, it does and i yeah. i think lion king's got to be one of if not my favorite childhood film it's fabulous so film. and i think they did a really good job they did in the remake and i loved it and funnily enough you say about a spiritual experience because on the way out we were sort mm -hmm. of saying there's there's a there's a couple of points during yeah. the film mm, that definitely. that we thought you could sort of relate to a gospel theme almost Definitely. and you could see the yeah. gospel message sort mm. of coming through, which was really cool. Um, what was the first thing we said? It was a really obvious one. Oh, there was something about the king. It, that, that's the one that made oh. me emotional. I think that's probably why it did. Yeah. It was like, remember who you are. And it was a thing of, you know, seeing his father's reflection. And then he was like, he lives in you. And then he was like, oh, who are you? You know, and he's so, he's terrified, isn't he? Remember who you are, remember who you are. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, I am Simba. I am, you know, was it? Yeah, Did he Mufasa. say son of Mufasa? Yeah. Yeah. I was gone at that point. That was proper. Yeah. Show, and I think I turned to you, I said, I'm, I'm using that in a sermon. Yeah. Because it, it was <laughs> yeah. so good. Because obviously Simba has ran away mm. and he's just living in this wilderness. And he's basically just living for pleasure, isn't he? Hakuna yeah, Matata. Yeah. That's you know, right. What oh. will be, will be. Just no worries. You know, we're just yeah. chilling. And actually, then he remembers... No, I am. A bit, I'm a son of the king, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Is what really he's, he's saying, and he realizes I've got a responsibility. Mm. I've got to go back to my people. Um, 
and it's when Mufasa says to him, like, remember who you are. Yeah. And it just really spoke to me because oftentimes we can feel lost and we can feel so far from God. Mm. And then we end up just living for pleasure, living for the world. And actually there's those times in our lives where you feel God's spirit say, no, remember who you are. That's you know, right. I, I've bought yeah. you, I've, I've purchased you with, with, with my son, with my son's life and yeah. you belong to me. And it's when he says, when I think is it Rafiki says yeah. he yeah. lives in you. Oh. That's the same for us. Yeah. Because you know, when we accept Christ, then the Holy Spirit resides in us. God mm-hmm. lives in us. And that that means we do have responsibility. Yeah. And just like the prodigal son who ran away and came home, mm. wherever we are, whether we've strayed a little bit or gone for years, God is always calling us back and right. reminding us who we are in him. So that was, yeah, it was really cool. Um mm. And there was a few lines in there they were saying about a, a true king. It's compassion, isn't it? it is, yeah, mm. it's measured by his compassion. And he said about a true king thinks about what he can give rather yeah. than what he can get or what he can take. And that is mm. that is Jesus. That is yeah. who Jesus is. And when we read about his life, he, I mean, funnily enough, there's a little line in Upside Down Kingdom that says he didn't come to take, he came to give. (laughs) Gave his life so he could live. So it's all tying in beautifully. uh, But yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, just think about those things when you're watching it. And actually, if you go in with that mindset, I think it'll be quite obvious and it hopefully will speak to you. It's interesting because... God can use a Disney film. I was literally like, like, that's so cool. It is cool. uh, Of anything that could speak to you, like it'd be a Disney film and you're Mm. sitting in a cinema and you're like, what? like yeah it was interesting actually that I had a similar experience it was back gosh well two and a half years ago now probably a bit longer and I remember going through, I was going through a bit of a tough time in ministry at that point and I went to see Moana I went to see it on my own and <laughs> it was all about you know how she was strong and she was like you know she's got to go and she had to kind of lead her people but then it was all this different stuff and I just sat there and I bawled my eyes out in the cinema because it was sort of, it was speaking kind of into what I was, go- what I was going through at the time. And it was a weird thing to say because mm. it is, it's a sound bit odd, but it was, yeah, it was that kind of, again, like you said, like that sense of responsibility um, and being strong. And I, oh, I was gone. I was emotional oh, anyway, but I, it made me cry on my own in the cinema with yeah. all the kids around. I was like, oh, yeah. Sometimes the best way to be though, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, like, when you go places on your own, you're like, oh, I don't know. I think you've got more time to reflect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's true. Like I know going for a coffee on my own today. Do you know what I mean? You've got that time to yourself and that's so important. Mm. Like, Yeah. But it's, it's this that thing where if you're open to it, God can speak to us in, in loads of different ways. Yeah. Right. If, we're, if we're ready to listen and if we are listening, then God can use anything. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. So we really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. And uh, if you have, let us know what you thought, because that would be cool. So anyway, moving on, um, I was saying we're going to talk about the youth camp that Ooh. we've just come back from. <laughs> we had to come back a day early this year. Yeah. Very yeah. historic, because... That was the first, I think. Was that the first time I think it was the first time ever. That's crazy, Mm -hmm. isn't it? In like, what, like 20 odd years? That's mad. It is mad. But it was a a very good decision. It was, When I woke up on Saturday, I was like, I'm so glad. (sighs) I I think I was ready to go home. Like, I was gutted for the kids, like, because they were so, like, they were traumatised out to leave. But, like, it was so, like intense on that evening it was. Do you know what i mean it's like the rain the wind it everything was it, yeah. was it was crazy really like camping is all fun and games until, until the storm goes. hits yeah. yeah and your tent starts blowing all over the field so yeah. i mean bless them one of the girls tents they had to move three times on thursday night all of them. Yeah, so then we probably thought okay this is probably enough let's yeah let's call it a day but we basically did everything we wanted to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we, did. we were missing out on anything, really. No, we? that's it. The funny thing was, we'd so I was in the leaders' tent, so three of us girls together, women, not girls, because you know we're older now, me, and uh, so three of us were in the tent. And we were saying, because the tents that we've got are sort of tie-up tents, and they take a while to tie up, you know, it's a bit of a pot, right? But you you get there, and I quite, it's quite fun, isn't it? We're going, oh, we could really do with a zip-up tent. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a zip-up tent? So anyway, it was the second night, so the Sunday night, and it was, you know, chucking it down, windy and all that. It was about one o'clock in the morning, and we sort of just settled down then to kind of go to sleep. 
And um, we hadn't noticed that the tent my side just sort of did, like, dipped down. And we are like, what's going on by you then? And then all of a sudden, so we are like, let's just move the bed now into the centre. And then with that, thankfully, it was good timing. The, the whole side of the tent just came down. So we are like, oh, my gosh. Oh, so we had to move no. tents, right, about half one in the morning across the field, torrential rain, carrying, like, sleeping bags, air beds, camp beds, all, over the other, all to the other side. And the tent we got to stay in was a tuck shop tent. And guess what? It had <laughs> a zip. up. <laughs> <laughs> like oh well you know gotta be careful it, what you wish for yeah i know that's the thing i think god's got a sense of humor with that but he was yeah. like right i'll give you a zip-up tent i did feel proper sorry for you though that yeah. night because i had a nice sleep as well not to have been in no it's fine i remember fine. waking up and i was like oh bless i'm like yeah sad. no that was it, it was, was some interesting evenings yeah. some very interesting evenings for for the girls tents and the leaders tents but yeah our tent was fine so but no one was hurt. We were okay. No one was hurt. Everyone got back. Exactly. It, just about in one piece. There was a few interesting uh, <laughs> things that happened in the slip yeah. and slide. But, you know, we don't have to <laughs> dwell on that. No. So do, did you guys have a good week? Did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah, it so was I was looking for Jen for it. It was a pause. Yeah, I yes. know. I was just like, are you going to Yes, go I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I think the thing that stood out for me was how much god moved in people's lives that week um but i think it was just that sense of unity that was on camp with all the youth kind of just worshiping together mm. and just this authenticity in the testimonies as well you know people were getting mm. up and sharing and being so incredibly honest and brave yeah in what they were sharing you know they've shown about their struggles and how god has got them through that and i was thinking wow i don't even know if i would have had the guts to get up there yeah. as a 28 year old and and say what they said mm. um but I, I remember going to speak to a few few of the guys afterwards and i said what you shared i said was so brave and you're gonna have helped like a lot of people with what you said because it was mm. just it was it was amazing and uh I think what was really special was at the end, you know, we do the camp highlights and everyone talks about their experiences. One of the boys, you know, had said like, oh, I want to go into the ministry. Yeah. And I just thought that was so exciting. And I I mean, I, I got emotional when I was watching, you know, all the youth worshipping together and they, they sort of make huddles and they pray with each other. And I thought, you know what, this is fantastic. And I felt, you know, as a youth pastor, I was like, I'm superfluous to requirement here mm. because you guys are doing the work and I thought that that is that's wonderful you know it was just kind of nice to sit, sit back and just watch what they were doing mm-hmm. um but it, it was brilliant and it just felt like that I mean that's the church you know and people always say oh you know the, the youth are you the church of the future or the children or they're the church of the future and it's like that's rubbish like they're the church of now mm-hmm. and to be honest it was yeah it was an incredible thing for me to watch that and I think that was that's just gonna be my highlight that was yeah. it was amazing to see that absolutely amazing what about you, Jen? What was like stood out to you or any highlights or just general sense just from general. the week? Um, so I think if there's anything from the week, you know, it was shattering but so refreshing. Like I think to see, like we've been talking about this all mm. week, but how like people have grown from the years. Mm. Yeah. So like, you know, we've had some years where like there's been like 20 people, you know, become Christians, which has been amazing. But I think what was even more sort of encouraging this year was to see the people that have grown over the years, you know. So this was my sixth camp this year. And to see, you know, the people who I was in camp with, you know, you know, 2017, 2016, 2013, uh, not, not 13, 2014, and to see where they are now, like, that's so cool. Do you know what I mean? That was amazing to see how they've grown and, like, mm. and how they're, like, leading the other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was, yeah. that was just absolutely incredible to see. And I was so chuffed and... You know, and then mum, you know, when I came back and she was like, how was camp? And I was like, just like, God's been so good. Do you know what I mean? Like he's really worked and there's so much truth that was produced from those people. And like, you know, they're people I'm just so proud to call my friends. And yeah, I think just the relationships are so like deeply rooted Mm. in God. And that's like, that's what friendships are. Do you know what I mean? As a Christian, they're the ones that are so meaningful. The ones that, you know, are rooted in Christ and rooted in love you know for each other and that was amazing so god did some pretty cool stuff so. yeah no it is amazing and i think what you're saying about though you know those people who we've seen grow yeah. and are still walking with god and are really strong in their faith now yeah. is almost more encouraging than than seeing you know 20 people make yeah, a commitment absolutely. but then you know a year or two later they they yeah. walked away and it reminds me of that parable about the the farmer the sower yeah about how the seeds fall on different soil or different places and how someone can make a commitment be really excited about god but then 
what it says about the worries of this life and mm, yeah. the things of this world sort of chalks that out Definitely. and then they walk away but those people that we see now that are maybe your age and Laura and I think see this in you oh, you know when we first yeah. met you all those years ago and now seeing you helping others and being a leader yourself mm. is that that seed actually took root Sorry. and has actually grown so much which is really incredible to see so we, you know for those people who did make commitment this week that's what we're praying for them that, yeah, definitely. that it won't right. just be an emotional decision yeah. but actually that God will do something and use them and grow it so speaking of which <laughs> speaking of you Jem seeing as we've got you on the podcast today oh. um I thought because obviously I remember that first camp that 2014 2014 that was, so I think that was my was that your that first was, camp yeah that was my first camp and you were well, and my first camp as a, leader. as a leader yeah so very historic for both oh, of us Jen. oh it was and um I, I do remember that it was an amazing amazing week it was I One didn't of, speak to you at all though like I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like speak to you on that camp and that's mad do you want to explain to everyone why that was Jen? <laughs> do, I don't actually know I think because like I think you, you like... said that I think you were so cool. Oh yeah, is that right? Yeah, the... I just thought I just wanted to get that. <laughs> did you really say that? Yeah, oh, because I was like, I, well, before she got to know me, yeah, obviously. Because I was like, oh no, oh no, that sounded awful. <laughs> but like, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, he's like, he's way too cool for me. Do you know what I mean, I'm oh. thinking, oh, I'm nothing compared to. That. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I know that sounds dreadful, but. And now she's like, what a dork. I know. <laughs> oh. I'm sitting your shoes off. Like, <laughs> no, it's funny. Sometimes when you're like young and you look at your sort of yeah. youth leaders, yeah. it is that sort of thing. Isn't it? It's like in awe, do you know what I mean? Like, oh. no, I still think of you guys that way though. No, oh. But um, no, I, I, it was a great week. Was it, it was is that, is that where you sort of made that decision? It was, yeah. That was when I made the decision. To become a Christian? Yeah. So just talk us through that then. Why why that week like has had God been working in your life before that or was there just something that just sparked during that week just give us a little bit of a story mm. okay so I think if there's anything that stands out to me about camp in general and this is the same for every single year that I've been on it's that community mm. and being with each other and mm. just being loved by each other and loving each other that was like one thing that really stood out to me and I think that was something that I was missing out on. And I think I didn't realise it until I went to my first camp. And I was sort of like, do you know what? If like, if God is anything like these people, then like, I want to get to know him. That's lush. And I was sort of like, you know, so that that was one thing that kind of stuck with me. And I, you know, I've always believed in God, but I've not always sort of had that desire to get to know him. So I think, you know, spending time with people who are really firm in their faith and people who are exploring as well and just being able to sort of share that same sort of, ground with them you know was like just incredible and I think yeah that was one thing that stood out to me so that was something that kind of like sparked a, like a desire in me to sort of get to know God more and then throughout the week it's sort of knowing what it actually meant to become a Christian because you know you can you can know about the Bible but then there's a, there's another thing about you know living it out mm -hmm. and I think that was something that I needed to know a bit more about before I made that decision and yeah. I, I'm glad that I took you know the week to think about it um, but I remember just being in quite like a, like a dark place before camp and I was a bit like you know just because I, I didn't I had no desire to sort of get to know God I wasn't really going to church I wasn't you know I was sort of in the wrong friendship group type of thing and then not in school like I've always had a great friendship group in school but outside of school that's where the, the bad Gemma came out and then um, but I think oh, <laughs> dude. I can't imagine a bad Gemma oh. I just say <laughs> BC BC <laughs> but yeah like and I think, you know, that's when I, I remember taking in, uh, asking my tent leader, I was like, oh, like, can I talk to you and stuff? And, you know, we had just had a heart to heart and she was just sharing the gospel with me and saying, like, if you want to make that decision, like, you don't have to sort of be dolled up for it. Like, you know, God wants you as you are, like where mm -hmm. you are now, you know, he meets you where you are. And I so think good. that was something that kind of stuck out to me. So I made a decision that night and I just remember being like, I, it was almost like a weight like I know one of the girls who became a Christian this year said it was like a weight and I related to that because I was like that's exactly what I felt like it was sort of like that pressure just sort of lifted off and that was yeah. absolutely amazing and then you know things didn't get easier but I just remember knowing that I had a family because I'm an only child so obviously you know I've always grown up with mom and dad and that's been so lush but I kind of lacked having that like you know the siblings type of relationship mm. and stuff like that my family is absolutely tiny 
uh, which is lovely, you know, of course it is. But I remember going to, I started going to church with Maze and Laura then. And that was so nice because then you kind of like, your family extends. Mm. And, you know, because, you know, you, you're in like God's family then. Do you know what I mean? And that, that was something I was amazing. That's something I still really, really treasure because, you know, I've always mm. got a brother and sister in you two. And I, you know, I've always got a family in church as well and that was something I was amazed in you know the family of God and coming into that and you know being able to support one another and yeah so that was amazing so that was kind of what led to the decision of me you know accepting Christ and you know of course it's not an easy going journey but like me and Laura were talking about yesterday it's like you were anchored by something unfailing Mm. and that's something that I like I will always hold on to so yeah and you know Mm. I'll always have my camp family as well so yeah No, that's amazing. That's I so really, amazing. I really relate to what you're saying about that that weight. Mm-hmm. When you when you become a Christian, that weight yeah. lifting off. I, something I really, almost like physically felt in one yeah, sense. Just that it's, sort of it like, is, wasn't it? Or like I didn't feel like heavy anymore. No, like I wasn't carrying that sort of guilt and that shame yeah. and that, that sort of desire to do the wrong thing well of course you know you still feel that but it's like it's almost like you know you're covered yeah by something more powerful than yourself mm. yeah. yeah do you know what i mean and that was that like weight of like sin and all the yeah. wrong things that i'd done because obviously i'm carrying all that myself but the whole yeah. gospel is that that jesus came to take that from us and that actually he died on that cross to literally take that sin yeah onto himself which is you know crazy to think about but that's what he did so in a sense when we give that to christ when we make that decision and say jesus i give you my life it almost is literally taking that sin off us so there is a reason that we feel that uh weight lifting off us because because jesus is literally taking that onto himself um and that that is the gospel and that's amazing because like for some people it's like a gradual thing like some of the christians i've spoken to there was never like a clicking moment where they kind of felt that thing being released but like you know if you are listening and you're like oh my gosh I haven't felt that then like you know it's not like that for everyone so for some people it's like that progress of like you know learning to accept that love because some people just accept it and they're like right you know now I'm you know I'm safe but for some people I don't know may may have been hurt who may have trust issues that takes ages for them to kind of like Mm. learn and accept God's love do you know what I mean and and then that's my story yeah that's like a progress of like being released from that you know definitely Definitely. I'm glad you said that because I related to that then as yeah. well. And I think that's the thing with people's testimonies and people's st- people and people's stories. I'll try that again. <laughs> um, every story is different, and I think sometimes we can be so quick to, I don't know, put put people in different, put God in a box, and mm. say, well, He worked this way in this person's life, so He's going to do the exact same in another yeah. person. But every person is different. Every experience is different. And so God is going to is going to work in people's lives. Some things might be the same. And yeah. I think that's encouraging as well to think, oh, OK, that's similar. Mm. Um, but some, in some instances, he works in a totally different yeah, way because we're all unique, aren't we? And we're all individual. Yeah. But no. That's the cool thing about God as well is that mm. like he's an individual God. Like totally. he knows you personally. And yeah. it's like, like he's going to, you know, he meets you where you are, not necessarily where like. I don't know my friend is do you know yeah. what I mean like he meets you where you are and he knows what you need and yeah. like that's so cool so good he knows what each person needs and he knows yeah. what we need more than we know yeah, yeah. <laughs> which sometimes we forget oh, but definitely. actually God knows us better than we know ourselves yeah so I think as long as we're seeking God yeah that he will reveal himself in the way that he knows that yeah. we're gonna mm. know mm. and Sorry. even like like God will use your church family you know and your own family and it's like you know if someone's feeling down and you can kind of sense that and you just I don't know you just encourage them and you're like oh I didn't know I needed that and it's like well you know God kind of sends you to do that do you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. that's amazing as well yeah and it's I'm always when you've shared your testimony in the past something that's really nice really really precious is that thing of you feel obviously of being an only child yeah and that's one thing you really felt when you came to Christ not only did you get god which yeah. is the most important thing but I you gained a family you gained so brothers and sisters and and i literally when we're on these youth camps and in the youth groups it, you literally i see you lot behaving like siblings yeah, yeah literally <laughs> it's like annoying each other <laughs> winding each other up <laughs> yeah. but also like yeah. being there for yeah. each other and comforting each other yeah. when you need right. it and that is precious and something that mm. i've found as well yeah. and we it literally is a family and that's how we should be yeah and sometimes we forget that yeah and it is that thing you were saying laura about the young people be in the church actually they 
seeing that is such an example to the church. It really is. Yeah. Because really so often we arguing and and people are being miserable and yeah. judging each yeah. other, but actually just throw a bunch of young people in a field for a week. I know. And watch just watch the what love, God does. just like the relationships that that grow and are so yeah. strong. Exactly. That they're there for each other. That's that right. Would literally do anything for one another. Yeah. That's that is what the church mm. should be. That's that's the that's what Jesus has called us to, and we often yeah. forget that. So Absolutely. it actually it's been really inspiring. Yeah to to see that um Definitely. and I, I don't know about what you guys think about why it can't be such a special week every year but i think it's just being away from yeah all the distractions everything that usually gets in our way yeah of our relationship with god and just being having that week to, we we have worship every day and mm. uh, we're able to hear the word every day and it's just being with people like-minded, like-minded yeah, yeah. And you feel like, oh, this would be awesome if we could have this yeah. all the time. But that's not the case. Is that this, is that why you think? I think so. And it is, I don't know. It is, like you said, it is taking away all the distractions and you are focusing on God. And it, yeah, I think it is. I think it is something yeah. just going away. And I think there's a there's a verse in the Bible, isn't it, where, where Jesus says, "Come away with me." Mm. Um, I think it's "Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest." Um, yeah. You know, and and it is some, there is something about being shut in with Christ and with His church for that length of time. Um, but like like you guys have said, it is that community, and you're building each other mm-hmm. up. And there's that opportunity to kind of just talk as well and, and listen and, and share how you're feeling as well. Because I think so often, so many people come come to camp with with questions. They come to camp with, you know, perhaps fears or situations. Yeah. We use that word a lot on camp to be situations. Yeah, but like situations that people are, are dealing with. And I think then just to to take it into that environment where God is so present. I mean, he's present, he's with us all the time. Yeah. Um, but there is there is a certain atmosphere in camp when everyone's worshiping together and glorifying God. Um, and it was interesting because we had a sermon in church before we went with Chris Bullock, wasn't it? Um, youth pastor in Bethel Pontclean, fab, fab preacher, fab guy. Um, and he said something about when they were all together in, I think it was act two, when they were all together and, you know, in that room, all united, yeah. then the Holy Spirit descended. And it felt like that. It's that unity, yeah. isn't it? It is. It's that unity. We're all on the same journey, all for the same goal. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's my special thing about camp is that I know when I go to camp that God is going to show up in yeah. these kids' lives. But then it's, it's also then taking that same mentality home with you as well mm. yeah. because i think we Which shouldn't just hard. expect it Definitely. is but we shouldn't just expect god to show up just in that week like he's no. with us all the time mm. so i think it's just remembering that that yeah it's great that we can worship all together and it's so special but also you can worship god at home as well yeah and but then it's like oh if it's not in camp it's like no no you can yeah. do that at home as well and i think that's the challenge for me is to kind of go okay well no i can worship god here as well but there is something about being in that space isn't it i think mm. the so so precious really yeah yeah which leads us on really to the the second part of the conversation that i wanted to have is this thing about being a young christian in the 21st century and how difficult that is in a lot of ways yeah, um, and like i said earlier this that was our theme for the week is standing firm for our faith in this day and age so i guess more for you two uh because you became christians at a younger age and i was a bit later and basically a, a lot a late of it bloomer. i was a late bloomer <laughs> it's basically because a lot of it was my fear of mm. what people would think rejection of whatever yeah. i was just scared to stand up and say okay I, I, it's partly that and partly that I wanted to to live my own life yeah. so it was that mm-hmm. sort of whole thing so basically I was too much of a coward to become a Christian because people think oh you know they say these things about Christians but actually you need to be really strong yeah to to stand up for Christ mm-hmm. uh, you you know from from when Jesus was around because you think about the persecution they faced the Christians under people like Nero yeah. etc mm-hmm. um but so Luckily, in today in the UK, we're not facing that kind of persecution, no, but it's a, yeah. it's a different kind uh, yeah. and it can take a lot of different forms. So I was just wondering from your perspective, 
like what are the challenges that you feel what what's the biggest challenges facing young christians in in the uk today then i think it's not wanting to follow the crowd like you know maze has often talked about you know sort of like was it the narrow path and a broad path and yeah, it's sort yeah. of like you know sometimes walking now like narrow roads it's hard because you've got like people in your year who like you know house parties yeah that's so cool and like you kind of have the same desire to follow and well I wouldn't even say I've I've got that desire because I want to do the stuff but it's like I've got that desire because everyone else is doing it and I think it's sort of that thing of like walking alone you know what are people gonna think and you're like oh no like I don't want to be like the odd bod by you and um yeah I think that's the hardest thing is not being a sheep and not wanting to follow everyone else Mm. um but I think and you know having that sort of fear as well but like I just slapped my leg then you probably heard that it's fine Jen (laughs) slap your leg as much as you want (laughs) but like yeah like like my I think I can't remember who told me but it's in the bible it's like perfect love casts up fear so the closer you get with God like it's not gonna get easier but you know that that love that God gives you you know that casts out the fears that you have and um so I think that's one thing that kind of pushes me towards God as well is that like you know I need to not not you know it's okay to be tempted but it's a different thing to act do you know what I mean mm. um so I think that's probably the hardest thing is not following the crowd because it's so it's so easy even if you don't want to do the things that they're doing it's just not being on your own totally I totally relate to that I think you are right that's probably one of the hardest things what about you, what about you Logs? obviously you became a Christian I don't know how old you were quite young I was young and obviously you've been a youth pastor for have. years now so what have you seen and what are you feeling are the real challenges for young people today mm. i think it is that fear of i think you know it is that thing of being different and it is that fear of rejection because i just i think especially with social media now yeah as well people want to be liked mm. and i yeah. think that's the thing and i know that as well i like to be liked if someone doesn't like me i'm like someone doesn't like me and i, I get really upset about that because why won't they like me i'm yeah, a really yeah. nice person i'm nice to everyone um but yeah, I think it's our fear of you're going to share your faith, you'll be rejected, but also they see you as some kind of weirdo because you believe in Jesus and you follow Jesus. And I think it's just getting past that fear because there's nothing weird about having a faith. I think there's something incredibly precious about having your Christian faith because, you know, it it, it keeps you going through everything. It's everything, my faith. Um, But I think especially where we are now as a country any kind of faith is being stamped out you know and it's that kind of secular secular let's try that again i can't speak today that's a tough word yeah i was gonna attempt it but then i was like secularization (laughs) secularization um (laughs) of our society and actually that's kind of they are i mean there is that stamping out of any faith in the public Mm. space which is tough to come up against um and so one's faith is seen as as some kind of substandard, you know, sub-intelligent thing. Like if you have faith or somehow, well, you're not very intelligent, are you? If you, if you believe in this, if you believe in a God, then, you know, you're kind of a little bit dim or what have you. Um, but that's not true. And I think, yeah, there is something about being able to be, to, to stand strong in that and say, oh, actually, you know, this is what I believe. Um, and I, you know, I do care what, what, because the thing is, I think you can go one of two ways. You can kind of say, oh, well, I really don't care what you think, you know, or, or on the other side, it was like, oh, I really care what you think. But actually, I think it's somewhere in the middle because mm. I still care what people think. And it still mm. hurts me if, you know, people don't like me because of my faith. That still hurts. But I think it's just acknowledging that and saying, yeah, it hurts, but I'm still going to follow you anyway. And yeah. I'm still going to talk about my faith anyway. Um but yeah, I think that is the challenge is I think of, of you want to be liked. Yeah. And, and and that's it really. But yeah, I think that's the biggest challenge is, yeah, I want to be liked and yeah. how to navigate that then with your faith and with, with people. Um, because also, I mean, it's a fine balance, isn't it? Talking and sharing your faith with others. You know, you ha- you know there is a way of doing it as well. Yeah. I think some people 
oh, with all due respect, in the nicest possible way, when they share their faith, they can be a bit obnoxious. Not obnoxious. Um, yeah, obnoxious. It can be obnoxious. It can be obnoxious. Intimidating as well. Mm, yeah, you've yeah, got you've got to understand. You got to know how to do it. You don't all of a sudden turn into someone who's not human. If you if you get what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. yeah, there are those people, and they obviously they, we all believe what we believe, but that, you just can't just shove it down people's throats and it's like mm. oh I'm being persecuted because I'm a Christian it's like no you're being an idiot yeah. I think it's about being <laughs> relational as well <laughs> did you really just say that to somebody <laughs> <laughs> I literally I, I think it's like being relational as well and like sometimes like people just appreciate you having a relationship with them mm. yeah and like that's massive do you know what I mean because I think you know you can you can preach to somebody all you want but unless you kind of got a relationship with them and you're willing to walk them through that yeah there's no point because it's nothing worse than sort of like preaching the gospel to someone and being like, right, try have a nice day. Because then yeah. they're left wondering. But it's like, like, listen, I'll walk you through with this, or yeah. like, you know, I'll journey, I'll journey through this. And that I think that pe- people appreciate that more. It's all about the journey. Yeah, definitely. It's about caring for people, and, yeah. and the people know you actually care. Yeah, not because definitely. you want to get to some end goal where That's they become right. a Christian, but actually, yeah. you just love people and you you do care about them. Yeah. Um, and when the love of God is in us, mm. we do just care for people. Yeah. Um, and when, you know, when we're close to God, we'll that'll more naturally happen to mm-hmm. us. Maybe when we're a bit further away, then we we have to force it a bit more. Yeah. That's, that's not really what God wants from us. No. You know, when we love God and we're close to him, then we naturally love people yeah. and love others better. And hopefully through that, they'll see something of Christ yeah. in yeah. us. And that's what we pray and, and hope for. And it, it comes back to that thing we talked about on campus where it's just that place where you see the love yeah. of people for one another and that actually has a massive impact on a lot of those young people to oh, think they, there's something in this yeah. yeah not because of all the whatever yeah. rules mm. and whatever you've got to keep but it's because of the that's love right. we've got for each other and that's the incredible thing exactly and i think even if they don't come to that conclusion of you know at, at that time that they want to follow Jesus. At least they've been loved. Yeah, yeah that's so Because important. I think sometimes, you know, you get kids coming from difficult situations or, or what have you, and they just need they need just need to be loved. Yeah. And the fact they can come and experience that through Christ and his church, that's everything. And maybe it won't happen then, but maybe, you know, yeah. down the line they'll remember how they felt. Because I think there's What's that cheesy quote that I really like? Like something you can. What was it? Oh, pe- oh, people won't won't remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really important as well. Definitely, it is. And I think just to encourage people who are trying to, it's more about encouraging one another if we're trying to live yeah. for God. Because yeah. you and I have had this conversation before, Jen, yeah. where even sometimes our Christian friends are the ones who will sort of put us down sometimes. Yeah. And if you're trying to stand up for God and they say, oh, look, are you trying to be all holy in this? It's mm. like, well, no, I'm just fo- trying to follow Jesus. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that intimidates people so they feel like they need to put each other down. Yeah. But as Christian friends and family, we need to re- build each other up yeah. and encourage one another as much as we can because mm. we're on this journey together. Definitely. And I think one thing about camp as well is that a lot of people will come to camp at their lowest points. Mm. And I think like, but sometimes you've got to be at your lowest before you kind of get built back up so again. Totally, yeah. And so I think true. when when you've got people sort of speaking into your life and building you up on camp, and you're kind of away from everything, that's that's when the real sort of change happened. Like I know that was what it was for me, and I think you know you can see it as years go on. That's what it's like for a lot of other people yeah. as well. And you've got to be at that low point, you know, f- until people will sort of like, you know, take you it's out of true. that, and you know. You know, you let who you speak into your life anyway, but on camp, you know, it's all good things and, you know, exactly. And love and goodness is at the core of God's character. And when we reflect that, that's when they, you know, that's when hopefully things will start mm. to click. And it's well said. I like Very that. Very well said. Oh, thank that's you. great. That's great. No, but great. Just to wrap it up, just to say, you know, like, like you say, Law, sometimes people don't like you, not just you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes it. Not everyone likes it. (laughs) Oh, God. See, it's the thing. It's my Enneagram 2 type. (laughs) I I, I don't like to not be liked. But some people... No, but that's the same for all of us. I think if you enjoy people not liking you... It's a bit weird. There's something wrong with you. Um, But obviously, it's impossible that everyone's going to like us. Whether you're a Christian or not. So what I'd say is, if people aren't going to like you anyway, you may as well stand up for the truth. (laughs) 
sort you of. You might as well do it for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, and a yeah. lot of people will actually kind of like attack you, but just because they want to see how you react. Mm. And like when you kind of react with our love, it's almost like that quote killing with kindness, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And you know, when you react in our loving way, that's when they'll be like, oh, okay, she's actually all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. That's what the Bible t- it says about uh, when you do that, it'll feel like heaping burning coals yeah. on their head <laughs> when you act with love yeah. and, and goodness. And they're like, Oh, this is and, so yeah. weird. And you know, mm. it, they could actually end up admiring you and like admiring exactly. your faith and stuff. And sometimes that can draw people nearer to God. Yeah. Like I know there was this one story my friend told. I can't remember who it was. So if they are listening, stars, I can't remember your name. But they were doing <laughs> like a beach mission, and yeah. this guy on the first jet was just attacking these people. He's like, oh, not obviously physically, but verbally. And he's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? It's all useless. Second year came. He was a Christian. Yeah, exactly. And it, because yeah, they saw awesome. like, do you know what I mean, yeah. and like God had sort of mm-hmm. dealt with them, and yeah. you know. Because, you know, God doesn't forget about those people either. Do you no. know what I mean? He's still working in their life as well and just keep praying for them. And That's really cool. cool stuff. Yeah. So there we are. Just to encourage you, if you are a young Christian, just stay strong. Yeah. Really find that community yeah. uh, mm. that's going to encourage you. you. We all need that. We can't do it on our own. So just find that community. Mm. And reach out to people and encourage one another. And um, Keep going. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. It's what it's all about. One step at a time. Yeah. Great song. Anyway, we're coming to the end of the podcast now, so you know what time it is. <gasps> yes. The infamous oh, dice. The magic is dice. Like coffee, and I was like, tea? Because like, you, you're doing a I mean, tea with your own. We can have a cup afterwards, Jim, if you want, oh, but thanks. not quite yet, okay? Not quite yet. <laughs> so it's time for the dice. It's time for the joke to end the podcast. Have, have, have we all got. I've got one. I've got one, yes. Yeah, I think I've got one, but I'm, I've got my phone up just in I've, case. I've, sto- I have I've stolen mine off a good friend of ours, Elan. So I'm going to give him credit if, if I'm going to say this one. Yeah. It depends who he lands on. So, um, right. To, to just avoid the confusion of one, two, three, I'm just going to say, do you want one and two, three and four, or five and six? Dude, what? Uh, uh, can I be five? <laughs> can I be... Can I be five dude. and six? Dude. dude. What up, dude? <laughs> oh, I, I don't be... think I've ever heard you say dude before, dude. Joe. Like, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. I, say, I say dude all the time. Gemma um, Surfer, dude. So you're, you're five and six, <laughs> five yeah, Gemma? Five and six, yeah. Oh, one and two or three and four? I'll go three and four. Okay. One and two for me then. So you all got your jokes ready? Yes. Very important. The bar hasn't been set too high. For the joke, so that's Although, far. true story, right? I told you, so I took my grandfather to the dentist the other yeah. day. Bless him. He had his tooth out. He did really well. But when we were in, so he loves jokes and he was really nervous. So I was like, okay, I'll try and take his mind off things now. So there was only four of us in the waiting room and it was very quiet. So I told him you would joke about the prawn. Ah. He <laughs> laughed. And then <laughs> the woman next to me got it and she was like, that's really good. Yes. So oh, there we go. And I should have tell, told her to listen to the Noise podcast, but I forgot. Oh. I'm sorry. Right, we're going to have to get these cards printed. That's just confirmed it. Yeah, so you can just hand them out to I people think so. who appreciate it. So those of you who had a go at my prone joke, see? It cheered people Laura, up in the dentist exactly. surgery. Exactly. It, it cheered them up when they exactly. needed it most. Right, so here we go. Mm-hmm. So, Gem, you're five and six. Laura's three and four. I'm one and two. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> it's oh, Gemma. Gemma. I'm, I'm glad it's you. I'm glad I, it's you. I'm excited. Because Laura and I are here all the time. Yeah. So we have enough of a chance. You've told, you've told one. I've told a joke, yeah. What was yours before? About the Christian Bale. About ah, Christian was, Bale. Yeah. Christi- oh, and it was very on point, it was, wasn't it? It was on point. Because you you, that was last episode, wasn't it? It was, episode yeah. yeah. Right, Jem, here we go. No pressure. Okay. Why can't your nose be 12 inches long? I don't know, Gemma. Because <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> then it'd be a thud. Hey. hey! Laura doesn't look impressed at all. <laughs> Do you get I, it? Because it's like a thud, but like, like... I don't get it. I don't know why uh, I stuck uh, my foot uh, up in here. Unit of then, measurement... Like a foot 12 is 12 inches. inches is foot, oh, is, oh, right. I get it now. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I thought <laughs> it was 14 inches for the foot. But it's not. I thought, oh no, 14, oh, 14 pounds, pounds is a is stone. A, yeah. yeah. That's very good, Gem. Thank you. I, I got it off the internet just now. So. It sort of good went job. a bit Shout over your head, didn't Google. it? It did. For a second. T- tell it to me again and then I'll, I'll react. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot the joke. If though. you're going to laugh, move away from the mic. Yeah, why can't sorry. your nose be 12 inches long? I don't know, Gemma. I don't know, why can't Jen? your nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a fuck. Hey! That's really good. Oh. Oh my That's God. the funniest joke oh. I've heard all my day. My sides, my sides. Oh. 
Oh, I'm going to stitch. Jem, Jem, you, you should go into stand-up comedy. I know. I think so. Honestly. I think so. I think, I, I think I've just discovered comedy. my calling. Like, I think you now. have. I think just, you have. Like, just, just a second Christian now. Christian comic. I mean, it's not quite as good as my jokes that I've told, but too cool, a mate. solid too cool. five out of ten. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> That's 50%. I'll yeah, take that. That's right, not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. But anyway, thanks so much, Jem. No, it's okay. Yes. Thanks for having for me. For being on. Who knows? You might, you might, we might invite you back. <laughs> I think she did a good job. <laughs> I think she did a lovely job. The joke oh. was a five, but I think yeah, we'll give I, you... Yeah, I can work on that. I we'll give you a solid that. nine out of ten overall. Oh, thank yeah. you. you know, we, I don't want to give wisdom. you a perfect score because you always got to strive. i got to work. Yeah, yeah i got to strive to be better. got to strive for more. So obviously you're now looking forward to your last year of school yeah so then you're going off to uni yeah so that's exciting times that is very exciting so we'll have to keep up to date with you see what's happening yeah. see what the latest is with that so good luck with all that gem Thank you're you. gonna smash it oh. so we're all going to pick up Gemma's results on Thursday for oh. her AS. oh that's gonna be like the most oh set. and this this is coming out on <gasps> Thursday oh that's gonna be like the specialist day ever that's my word no, specialist, specialist the most special oh, day the more special <laughs> specialist just sounds like you're I'm going do, to a doctor yeah, i'm doing english lit if you couldn't tell <laughs> um although most is a superlative i know that so there we most? go most most yeah. is a superlative if it what's a superlative like good brill like oh, awesome no i thought like most like if you say like it's a most or something or like more of is it i don't really want to get into yeah, english grammar let's, let's just cut that now but yeah it'll be a nice day i'm really looking forward I'm to looking it forward yeah, to so that's you exciting. guys so oh, be nice. thanks Jam. Okay. all right then guys well thank you both of you you'll be back on soon enough <laughs> um, thanks to everyone who's listening if you know anyone in Azerbaijan oh, please yes, tell them to listen because Laura so you know <laughs> it'll be the most exciting day of her life oh. so we're looking forward to that uh, but until next time um, keep in touch hopefully there'll be some music coming out at some point I mean I can't promise anything I really <gasps> don't know when this is going to come out the new EP but it is on the way soon enough so just keep in touch uh Give us a message, uh, follow Maze Music 17 on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're enjoying the podcast or if you want to see something new on the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. we're open to suggestions, yeah, definitely, aren't we? Definitely, definitely. Just give us a message, let us know. Um, like Josh Potts did, give us a nice message. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, be great to see who's actually listening. Um, but until next time, have a good summer and we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Bye.